0: Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years standing. I'm here to ask you to tune into my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Caram. Welcome to Kiss My Art, the podcast about artists by artists. We're here to explore the complexities of pursuing a career in which you hear so much, that looks easy. Even I could do that. I'm your host, Cece. I'm a musician, actor, and filmmaker who has gathered a few friends along the way and I'm so thrilled to introduce you to them all. But before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge that the City of Kingston proudly acknowledges the Boonorong people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners and custodians of this land and we pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Today on Kiss My Aunt, we have Dylan Jett. Dylan is an actor, singer, songwriter, and pianist. He began his acting career at the ripe age of six with some voiceover work, then quickly got to work as he starred in shows like Rove Live, Talking About Your Generation, and Kath and Kinderella Movie. His first major role would be in The Water Diviner, working alongside the formidable Russell Crowe. Dylan recently just released his latest single, Better In My Bed. Dylan? Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yay! It was so great cool. to have you. Now we did have you on the Jasper Hill podcast. Yes. yes. Um. But now you get your very own. Uh,
1: oh boy. Oh boy. How do you feel? <laughs> um. I feel really good. I feel really good. I'm enjoying this. I just came off the Jasper Hill one, so I'm in a very podcasty mood.
0: Firstly, the intro that I just did for you—that sounded pretty impressive. You've done a lot of things in your career, and you're only. 20 years old
1: yeah (laughs)
0: how like do you feel like how do you feel about that like has that ever been like a little much or anything
1: it's it's a lot to think about in terms of i I hate speaking about it because it's like my for me it's always been like just keep moving forward you know i've done something great i'm proud of i have that achievement but that doesn't define who i am today so i've just got to keep on every day there's a new task i've got to achieve something new or like i'm striving towards a goal so it's weird like hearing my resume or like what i've done because i don't really think about it like the water diviner i really day to day like sometimes i forget that ever happened cuz i try not to focus on on that because it's it was great but it's done that's not who i am today
0: totally and like you started so young yeah. You know, you're a completely different person to who you are now. How do you feel that your perception of your career has changed over these years?
1: Um, I definitely see um, the acting industry and music industry and everything for kind of in a different light now. But when I was younger, when I did the Water Diviner, I, there was so much I kind of just didn't understand or I didn't comprehend the the magnitude of what I was doing. For example, I was like seven. I didn't really know who Russell Crowe is because a lot of his movies, seven-year-olds ain't watching it. No. Um, And then they were like, oh, let's go to Sydney Warner Brothers studio and in in film in Turkey. And for me it was like, ooh, plain fun. (laughs) Oh, learn my lines and I get candy or something? Whatever, let's do it. Yes, please. And then still being on that set, I still remember everything and there was a lot of um, experience I gained from that, even at such a young age, just – being in such an environment, um, it just, it, it levels you up. Like
2: mm.
1: being in a room with people who are a lot more skilled and a lot better than you, it just, you naturally progress. Not obviously not going to get there, but it, it makes you better.
0: It definitely encourages
1: you. Um, yeah. And now looking back, although I don't always like think about it or I don't want that to be who I am, I'm so like glad I had that experience, and I can feel like already I've done so much that a lot of people haven't been able to do. So, um, very grateful for all of that.
0: Yeah, and obviously for you at that point, what was it? Kind of in your eyes as a child, what was it? Was it a job, or was it just you having fun on a set? Because you had been acting for a while up until this point. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I I'd been acting for like two years maybe. Um, although a lot of it was fun and it was just like, enjoy myself. Obviously it was a serious movie. There were serious parts of that movie where I had to really hone in and be like, there was a, there was a crying scene Mm -hmm. where I did have to like tear up a little bit. And, um, a lot of like running shots and action scenes, which was in real life, very draining (laughs) because I was wearing like two layers of thermals Mm. and I was running up a hill like 20 times, So, there were definitely parts of the experience where it was like, even though I was seven, I was still understanding the level of it. I just, looking back, it was a whole different level that I didn't understand of how much of an accomplishment that is. But in the moment, it's just like, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is work. It's cool. I get to miss primary school, (laughs) skip homework for a bit, Mm -hmm. um, and I get to have all these fun experiences.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So... Because you started so young again, was this a choice of yours or was this something that you were put into, like, when you were so young?
1: Um, it was something that I was kind of put into. Mm-hmm. It was just my parents saw that I was I was the kid that would jump on the coffee table and just, like, dance and, and yell, and I, I was a bit of a an attention seeker um, <laughs> as a youngling, uh-huh. but... I had a lot of energy and too much personality. So they thought acting would be a good progression or a good thing for me to go into. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we'd just do auditions and then it just ended up leading to this.
0: Nice.
1: Mm.
0: So are you you happy with like where you kind of are right now? Are you glad you went through all that like training and all those like acting classes? Because you... Tell me about like the the process you kind of went through getting to this point in your career in Um, terms of acting.
1: Yeah, in terms of acting. So since the Water Diviner, I've just, I've been in training for years. Um, There's been little breaks. I haven't, I I still today do like acting courses every few months or so. I'll do like a three week acting course, but in the last few years, music has been more of a focus. Um, But. To get where I am now with acting, it has taken a lot and there have been some complications with, you know, agencies and other personal issues going through it um, with acting, but I am in a good spot now and it it is weird because my biggest accomplishment or my my biggest film or, or credit that I have, I don't look like that at all. I don't speak like that anymore. It's like, it's me, but it really feels like it's not me. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to relate or really acknowledge that. Um, but going through that and kind of restarting, um, I have finally gotten to that point where I'm a little bit, you know, whatever happens happens, but um, um, I am happy.
0: Do you feel like you've fallen into the child star pipeline where it's, you start really young and then you take a break or something and then you just emerge. So how do you, do you, how do you feel now?
1: it's it's complicated cuz i did kind of if that is the child star kind of pipeline yeah. that is kind of what i went through mm. um cuz it was a an experience kind of going from the top and literally being the chinese theater la mm. red carpet in with all these a list celebrities and then i go to high school mm. and no one knew who Russell Crowe was in year seven. Or, like, people knew, but it was, like, it didn't really mean much. And it was especially, like, being 11, 12, 13, going through that period in your life and literally feeling like you're on top of the world to feeling like like no one cares or mm. you don't matter. It was a very hard adjustment period. And I did stop acting for quite a while because it just felt like I had failed. And I was constantly comparing myself to what I was or what I did, which is terrible because I was like, I started that when I was eight, the whole process of the Water one. It took years and years. There was prep, there was film time. Then when the movie came out a few years later, then there was interviews and stuff like that. But I was just comparing myself to that boy, which is you, you can't, you can't get into that headspace.
0: Mm, Of course not. Yeah. And so it sounds like a lot of this has been very overwhelming for you, especially, you know, being so young, it it would have been so crazy. How do you feel like your mental health has, like, been affected or has the, you know, what's kind of come about because of all this overwhelming pressure?
1: I feel like mentally I still am kind of trying to combat this need not to let people down because I feel like, from everything i've been through like i still have currently an an acting manager and an agency and even music manager and music label and it's like so much has been invested into me so many people have counted on me to accomplish or, or make it in the industry it's like i can't stop i, I can't let them down i mean i don't i don't want to stop because mm. this is what i can't see myself doing anything else this this is what makes me happy especially music it's just kind of that constant
0: gotta keep on pressure doing new things. pressure yeah. and
1: how I handle um, that sort of aspect of my mental health. I literally just like I said earlier, I don't look back. Mm-hmm. take a day to day. I don't really stop and and think about what I've done because I always think, okay, that's done. What's next? Because in the acting industry with auditions, mm. it's hard. You have to face so much rejection. Rejecting you could do an audition every week and then maybe get one in like a year or multiple years. Yeah. So you've kind of got to learn to forget. <laughs> so as soon as I do an audition, mm-hmm. I no longer remember it, literally forget about it. Yeah. Um, forgot it exists Yeah. because you've got you to just keep moving. If you stop and really think about what you're doing or mm. constantly look back at what's happened, you're going to, you're going to flop.
0: <laughs> and I feel like that's like a really like common trend you see in the acting industry. And um, that's, Like, what would you say, like, I know that you're moving into music more, you know, so obviously you've seen how acting and the acting industry has like taken its toll on you. Do you have any like advice for other young actors that are going into this or maybe just any words of wisdom?
1: Um, I would say your your dreams aren't going to happen overnight. And if you really love acting, you just keep doing it. You know, it, you can't invest a hundred percent of everything and can't be like, "All right, I'm gonna fly to LA and just do auditions." And if I fail, then I'm it's over. For me personally, I'm doing other things in my life, but I will always keep on doing auditions when they come around, and just keep doing it because you can't you can't let the rejection kind of get to you. And if you love acting, you just keep going because you're not doing it to succeed, you're doing it because you love acting. Um, so that's what I'd say. just don't don't give up things things will pick up, something will come along. Yeah, you've just got to keep pushing.
0: Brilliant. now let's uh, let's shift over to your music career. Yeah. So obviously it sounds that you really are focused on like your music right now and yes. As a, as a Dylan Jett fan, as a no. listener of your music, um, please like tell me how you kind of started, how, that shift. How do you... Yeah, how
1: was that going? So my family, um, my mum and dad, musicians. My whole family are musicians. That's because the environment I've been raised in my whole life. And that was... It was music before acting. Acting was just like, oh, he can do that too. Let's do <laughs> that. And then that just happened to explode. But um, yeah, with music, there's just me a a different passion about it I still love acting with all my heart always will do acting you know it it always has me but with music and especially creating my own music it's just a different experience it's it's like what I live for um so yeah starting to do that I think I started writing my own music in year four or year five so I was 10 I think um, wrote my first few songs.
0: What were they about?
1: Oh, my God. Um, all love <laughs> and breakup stuff, but it was like I'd watched an episode of How I Met Your Mother. I remember mm. I was re-listening to some of my old songs. The second song I ever made, the first line is, I'm kind of an awkward guy. Oh, It was like that's that. Good.
0: That's thank really you, good. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. As a 10-year-old, um, that is a very... Um,
1: yes, cool, I know. was trying. Oh, wow. But... Um, yeah, but I was too afraid to release any of that because I was just afraid of judgment or people not, you know, enjoying it or everyone being like, oh, you suck. Mm.
0: No, well, that's <sighs> definitely one of the most, like, difficult parts of being an artist, and especially a musician. Yeah. You know, it's it's that I don't want people to listen to this and think it's terrible kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, how have you been able to, like, combat that or, like... Where in your career have you been like, oh, I really, I really can't do this, or I can do this?
1: Well, it took time to even just release my first album, which is no longer on Spotify or any streaming services. Oh, what? Yeah, I released an album in 2018. Um, It was more we deleted it because of like some mixing issues uploading into Spotify. It just sounded terrible. (laughs) But um, it was more that was a big turning point for me, the confidence to to build up and be like, okay. I'm proud of this work that I've produced and that I've written all these music. I'm going to release it. Mm -hmm. And I put it out and it did, it did. Okay. But I got, I got love from my friends and family and I was just realizing a lot of it's in my own head. Totally. Um, and then from that, I just, I kept going, I kept releasing. It was just me. So I was producing my own music, um, making my own beats and releasing them. They were all right, but I am not a great producer. (laughs) Um, until 2020 when mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was signed, um, and I got a manager, Yay. Nico Larson, um, with Midas Music and boy, that was a big turning point for me, not only musically, but it was more like I had someone who just looked at my music and was like, you know, I see something, I see potential. Um, and then I got a producer and linked up with other artists and other DJs and stuff and just started making new music. And that's, I think when the, when it started all taking off.
0: That's amazing. So how old were you when you wrote your first, how old were you when you first started making your album?
1: Um, when I first started making my album, I think the first drafts of it was, I was 11. 11? Um, yeah, I wrote my first song at 10. And then at 11, so I just started.
0: this album was your, just like over?
1: Brainchild. Yeah, over wow. multiple years. Um, it was just once I started writing, I didn't, I didn't stop. I had this book full of just drawings and ideas for album art and aesthetic and everything. And since then, I have not stopped. Like I still write, I'd say I write at least a chorus or a verse a day.
0: And is Every that day by is, choice or is this just like something that happens?
1: That's the thing. It's not something I force myself to do. Music isn't a chore. It's just something I do. I don't think about it. I'm just like, I'll be at work and I'll just be like, oh, I have an idea for a chorus, record it on my voice memos, and then boom, I have that. And then a lot of it gets scrapped, but it's just like I love writing. I love creating like pieces of music that I can share with other people.
0: Totally. So at the end of the day, it really is just – If you really love it, just go for it kind of thing.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, And obviously you want to succeed and you want to do really well in the field that you're in, but you need to do it because you want to do it, not because you have to do it. For example, if the music career does not take off, the acting career never takes off, I'm going to try and get a... A job in the music industry, music therapy or do a wedding singer or something like that. And I will still always be releasing music. Even if no one's listening, no one cares. I do it because I want to, because it's like, it's just me.
0: Well, that's great. You answered my last question, which was if you had any advice for musicians. But that was fantastic. <laughs> thank, um, you, thank you. Great. Well, that kind of con- that concludes our interview portion of the podcast. Ooh. We will now be moving on to our next segment, where I will allow you to pick a random quote from some nasty people oh, who have wow. some things to say about artists. Icky. Icky. Okay. Ugh. I'll let you select this from a random, random box of quotes. Go crazy.
1: so what's your backup
0: love that one Mm. yay because why couldn't art be your actual career yes exactly
1: um when someone says so what's your backup it is literally implying that you think they're going to fail first of all which is not very nice no Um, but also it's like i don't see it like that i don't think i need because music i'm it's it's plan a you know, but plan B is also plan A. I will be working other jobs and I'll be doing other stuff and I will be doing music because it is just, it's just what I do. And um, yeah, just comments like that, its it really shows that um, people don't take the music industry and the music scene seriously enough and they think it's all just fun and games. And no, it's more than that. It's, it, it is a passion for us and mm. it is just us being our creative selves but it also is a, a job you know we're putting work in we're investing our time and energy into it and we're trying to make a profit off of something that we love yeah. and that we would do whether there's money involved or not yeah so questions like that it kind of just rubs me the wrong way
0: yeah it's <laughs> not really fun to hear that right because yeah, you'd nice. like to imagine that we're go we're shifting into a a new era where art is being treated with more, you know, seriousness and credibility. But at the end of the day, like, it's hard. It's really hard, especially when you're, you know, in like a small area, like a local area. But, like, do you have any, like, advice for people who, like, have been told that before?
1: For me, it's just, like, those people clearly don't see what you see Mm. and they don't realise, you know, what you're doing and what it means to you and what you're pursuing so what personally what i do just just keep moving every day just treat it as a new task something's happened bad or good in the past that's happened that is now there it's not going to change you can't undo it you've just got to move on and look at what's next um and yeah that's that's my word of wisdom
0: fantastic well before we let you go I heard that you have a little song for us
1: that could be true wow i may be doing my new single better in my bed no way yes amazing good times yes let's get singing (laughs) brilliant okay we'll get we'll get jesse yes All all right all right um this song is my newest single it is called better in my bed um by dylan jett so go on spotify anything check it out um let's go
2: yeah, we need to get some rest, but I like the way you talk. And my place all over text, the chemistry don't stop. Pretty clear I'm trying to flirt, but it ain't come off as smooth. You're afraid of being hurt, I'm afraid of losing you. <clears throat> you look good, but better in my bed. You seem down, girl, let me ease your stress. Ah. Feel right now, we got some top attention Let it be a I'm giving you my best Yeah, we get a bite to eat, hard to tell if it's a date Feel like you're in love with me, with the statements that you say When I ask what you're about, you only say you're having fun Think I'm sending some risky pics, got me saying what the... Is this out of line? Is it got to deep? I feel so alive When I lips fade So I think it's time We talk about you and me I won't be surprised If it ends up in You look good But better in my bed You seem down Girl let me ease your stress I feel right now We got some top attention Let it be your dress I'm giving you my best You look good, but better in my best. You seem down Girl let me ease your stress I feel right now We got some top attention Let it be your dress I'm giving you my best Oh, you look good, but better in my bed Baby, you sitting down, all oh, that me is your stress Right now, we got some of tension. Let it be addressed I'm giving you my bed. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was There we great.
1: go Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic <laughs> Thank you so much Thank you
0: well, thank you once again to Dylan Jett. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the Kiss My Art podcast. This has been so fun. Uh, you can check out Better In My Bed on Spotify. Uh, anything you have to plug, Dylan?
1: Yes. Um, thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, and, yeah, Better In My Bed on Spotify, um, Apple Music, literally anything. Just uh, give it a Google. Um, and, you know... Look up for uh, future projects because I will be releasing more next year. 2023 is going to be a big year for me, music-wise. And I'm really excited to show you guys what I've been cooking up. So, so people can
0: find you on Instagram.
1: Instagram is DylanJetG. That is Um And that is on pretty much everything as well. So, Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having Thank yes. you for coming.
0: If anything we covered today causes you any questions or concerns, please contact Lifeline on 13114 or Kids Helpline on 1800, 1800 or Headspace on 1800 650 890. Don't be afraid to reach out.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Witt from Spider When I'm passing through Carom, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour, and reminisce about doing the ill Race Road Rumba or the Whatley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karen and get down with the good vibes.